So, we're back. Yeah! <clears throat> finally! Peacock finally got us back on. Yeah, we're actually back on WWE on our weekly quest to just see what a year is like in WWE. We have, we have left Planet Jared. We are no longer doing the Temple Run. We, we only had like two episodes of the Temple Run, but whatever. Stop when I tell you to. Okay. Well, you said stop slash. I shut up. <laughs> Just shut your face, dick. Uh, so, if you're wondering why there hasn't been an episode lately since the Sunkatse episode, uh, Oregon melted. Oregon. Yes. I, I live oh, in Oregon, I and I yes. and everything was bad. You know, it was, it was only 115 degrees. I just, it's the prime recording environment, which is exactly why I didn't record. But yeah. now it's 95. It's a little bit breezy. Everything's on fire, but you know. But they're putting out the fire. They're putting out the Hopefully. fire, I hope. <laughs> They've been told, like, not to, not to let off fireworks in Oregon because of the heat. They've already let off fireworks in Oregon. <laughs> Well, now they're telling him to knock it the fuck off, basically. So, despite the anyway. episode being not 17. <laughs> we are now at our 17th week of, of WWE. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to think of what to say. Yeah, we're back. There's a lot There's of things I don't remember. Flash. There are things I have vague memories of, but not a lot. Yeah, there's uh, pictures oh, of Backlash. Me. Triple H got screwed over by Ric Flair on accident. Or not Triple H. Uh, Austin got screwed over by Ric Flair on Austin got screwed over by Triple H on accident. got screwed over by Undertaker on purpose. Yes. Triple H is pissed and he's he's coming to shit yourself. He is. He, uh, yeah, he is going to shit yourself. Uh, can I just give it a side? The Peacock layout fucking sucks. Um, oh my god, yes. So I was trying they, to turn the volume up, and I went to the bottom left, which is where the usually is. things are. That's where everything usually is in the bottom left. They put they Peacock for reasons that baffle me. Puts the volume control and only the volume bar only. in the upper right corner. Yes, and also every time I I was having connection issues, and every time I disconnected, it would take me to the sad Puss in Boots screen. And instead of just letting me continue once my connection came back, I would have to reload the entire episode to watch it again and, like, figure out where I was. Also, there's no segments. There's no match bar. Get NBC Universal. you are so fucking rich. You have so much fucking money. What the fuck is this shit? What is this? How much did they buy this for? Uh, a billion dollars. A billion? Yeah. So, just, it's a rip-off. It's a it complete is, rip-off. We're only doing it because of Rassle Boys. What the fuck else is on there besides The Office and the Shrek movies? I don't know. Question? I don't even think that's an exclusive. I think that's on Hulu as well. Because you can get the Shrek movies. And they're trying original series, but I don't fucking care. Uh. <laughs> yeah, pictures I, of Backlash. 
JR, JR immediately just spoils Backlash. You haven't watched it. Like, Hulk Hogan's I, champion. Woo! I like, I like how the description, the meager description that Peacock put up for this episode was like, who is the WWE champion? Triple H or Hulk Hogan? By the and way, immediately... here's another complaining about Peacock. Mm. They had the raw episodes from the first year they came out, 1997, all the way to the 90, current date. 1992. 1992. Sorry. I was thinking of another show. Uh, 1992, all the way to current date. They had two years of SmackDown. 2019, 2020, and current year. That was it. I'm not counting it as a year because there was only a couple months at the time. Just, just They just f- didn't feel like putting up SmackDown until four months later. By the way, they didn't even email me to say that SmackDown's back. I was watching American Ninja Warrior, and they were talking about how they have free shows on Peacock. And I'm like, oh, free shows. Maybe there's a free show on there. And I checked just in case because I wanted to see if SmackDown was up. And it's all up. All of it. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> they didn't tell me fucking nothing. <laughs> Sucks. This service sucks. This service sucks, and I'm paying for it. <laughs> God, you know you couldn't just ask for like a subsection on like Netflix. We can't just. I'm not big on monopolies, but I feel like the fucking current streaming service, everyone gets one. Shit is actually worse. Oh, come on, you want to watch Paramount shows? Get Paramount Plus. You want HBO Max? You want. You want Hulu, but not all NBC shows, only some of them. Yes, you got to get on Peacock. At least Disney Plus, they have just so much content available because they're Disney and they've had like 50 fucking years. Even though I'm not interested in any of it, except for those like really funny Mickey Mouse cartoons. Uh, Except for the Mickey Mouse shorts. They're very funny. Smart (laughs) Smart House is right there. (laughs) Smart House was right there. I tried to watch it with you, and you fucking lied to me. Yeah, I lied to you. Straight up. I'm still salty about this. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's why I don't do anything with you. Anyway. Brock Lesnar <laughs> versus Matt Hardy. You never do anything with me. And why do you think that is? Because you're an asshole. And why do you think that is? It's because you, you didn't want to watch Smart House with me. That's my villain origin story. Well, maybe we're not friends. End the recording. I'm out of here. Go, go get a Burger King job. No, fucker. fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> nope, I'm done. I'm serious. I'm out. Bye. I was lying. All right. <laughs> Megafighter didn't know what I said. You'll find out in the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Exclusive content, baby. Razzle Boys with a space and no W. (laughs) No W, yeah. Our viewers, our viewership is zero. (laughs) Look, we took a lot of time off and changed the name. So Brock Lesnar comes out with his iconic theme of Yes, Brock Lesnar versus Matt Hardy, a.k.a. Matt Hardy fucking dies again. Yeah, Matt Hardy's got broken ribs and just decides, oh, yeah, I want more broken ribs. Come, just give me more. Give me some more of those broken ribs, Brock Lesnar. Liddy's not even there. 
like at ringside, which was very weird to me. No Lita, no Jeff. No Jeff, just just Matt Hardy alone facing down Brock Lesnar. He does get some offense in and even takes Matt he, off his he, or takes Brock off his feet, but he gets some offense in after dodging a spear into the corner. Yeah, it's the shoulder post. That's how you do it, Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> but then he like but then he mounts the comeback. And he doesn't finish with the F5. He finishes with like a spinning power bomb with like several rotations and then just fucking like slams him down and he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's dead. This the version of Brock Lesnar, this version of Brock Lesnar is a lot more expressive. Right? Like he's got a lot of like just fucking cocky smiling going on and just no, like No, it's <laughs> just like give him your weak, just give him your crazy face Brock and it's great. Like current Brock is much more stoic, but like, I don't know. It it doesn't feel like he should be. <laughs> it it's weird. It should be backwards. You'd think that like rookie Brock would be more stoic and like, like, you quiet. know, uncaring and quiet, and that later Brock, now that he's gotten a personality, would be more expressive and energetic. But no, it's just weird. Uh, and then. Fucking biker taker again. The yep. thing I don't miss about 2002 WWF E. We're almost there. We're almost at the. We're, we've almost. They've almost gotten the F out. Ric Flair is wondering why everyone's ignoring him after the finish at Backlash. And then Taker shows up, who's pretty much the bully in a typical, like, 90s sitcom at this point. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He says, thank you for clearly calling the match down the middle, I, even though you fucking cheated. Yeah, it's just a bunch of, like, just talking at Ric Flair. And I think we noticed, like, there was, like, some helium canisters in the back. I don't know if Austin had come in at this point. No, uh, no. But, no, okay. And underneath, like, that, on the floor in front of the helium canisters, there's was, like, a bottle or a can of Diet Pepsi. It was a small can of Diet Pepsi sitting on the floor. <laughs> Next to helium canisters, it's like, who left their Diet Pepsi? Diet Pepsi. I wanted a Coke. Woo! And he just busts himself open. <laughs> All you awesome. wanted was a Diet Pepsi. <laughs> but Vince said, No, you're on drugs. And Rick said, I'm not on drugs. I'm on booze. Woo! 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 But yeah, uh, then Undertaker comes out for a promo. Did you, the... I, I would like to mention. Doesn't have his fucking bike. He's got a walk. He just got to walk. <laughs> Walks there. So this is just even better. I get to look at all of the Titantron with the Limp Biscuit footage in it. I forgot about that. Undertaker has a red do rag under over like underneath Un a backwards baseball cap. <laughs> he's got a black baseball cap that he's put backwards and a red do rag underneath. I hate it. <laughs> And he just comes out to recap Backlash. Yes, uh, he recaps Backlash and how Ric Flair called it down the middle, even though I cheated. And now and he's then, going to Judgment Day. He's going to be judge, jury, and executioner. Judgment. He said Judgment, not Judgment. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Uh, uh, you got distracted during... He's all about that Versace judgment. Okay. Uh, like for the Versace, or is it Versace Entertainment or Vitaly Entertainment? It's Vi it's 
it's by, I think it's Vitality Entertainment. I don't know. <laughs> We're making obscure jokes here. Oh uh, yeah, then Mega Blade Fighter got up. distracted by hit, being hit with lightning. Oh my god, yeah. Well, that was during the beatdown segment, but yeah, there was a there was a huge thunderstorm. Undertaker hitting, gets distracted by footage of double denim jacket Triple H walking down like a hallway. Because he's not supposed to be here. He's on SmackDown, but you'd think that you'd think that he would be obligated his rematch, right? From, you'd think. Then again, neither was Chris Jericho. He so. walks past he walks past Arn Anderson. Triple H Wait, just no, comes I think out. Chris Jericho did get his rematch. He just comes out and fights Undertaker. Beats the shit out of him. It's around here we notice that the commentary table is on some weird seating where they have, like, purple-colored folding chairs with, like, this bright blue They pattern. have purple, like, cheap-looking purple folding chairs. Like, they're at, like, Sunday school, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> bright blue padding is what makes it. It's like, all right, kids. We're going to eat these uh, goldfish crackers and talk about our relationship with Jesus. <laughs> but someone just eats, starts eating all the goldfish on everyone. Triple H fights Undertaker. Jim Ron starts freaking out like, this is hell. This is Armageddon. No, motherfucker. He said it was Judgment Day. That's the... <laughs> yeah, this is the, it's December is Armageddon. Yes. Uh, yeah, eventually uh, they both end up shirtless. They end up shirtless, Triple H, uh, Undertaker Blades. They end up fighting near the ramp, and the ramp looks like a, the ramp looks like it's made out of the like plastic you use at a porta potty. <laughs> right? It looks so fucking weird to me. Yeah. Like I'm used to like the ramp being kind of more metallic. This was very plastic with some weird lights going on. So Undertaker runs away, and this is very interesting. He could have got out of there if he brought his fucking bike. <laughs> he could have drove out of there. Maybe run over Triple H while he's at it. But no, uh, like, Triple H ambushes him in the back, and then Taker starts pathetically begging for mercy, and Triple H walks up to a window of a car and pulls out a sledgehammer. Ladies and gentlemen, tough guy and known advocate of tough guys, Triple H begging off, or, I'm sorry, tough <laughs> Triple guy H and known... Begging Triple H for mercy. <laughs> I'm sorry, tough guy and known advocate of tough guys, The Undertaker, begging off Triple H. Oh, please don't. Uh, uh. He, brought his, he brought that sledgehammer in his car. He just had that. Did he have to get that through customs, too? Like, that's Maybe. An even bigger question. That's an even bigger question than the, uh, than the brass knuckles. Well, does it imply that he drove there from, like, where he was last night? Maybe. Or did he just, like, pay a guy to smuggle in an entire sledgehammer? Where was Backlash 2002? And how far was it from... The oh, effect... yeah, by the way, this show is, from, is coming from St. Louis, Missouri in the Savage Center. Uh, we have a commercial break. We come back and the video's fucked up. It's, like, a picture-in-picture picture of oh, we the were in, exact oh, same footage. Oh, we were in Kansas City, so he probably drove. Of the ex It was a picture-in-picture picture of the exact same footage. <laughs> Triple H gets arrested... <laughs> Oh yeah, Triple H does actually go to jail for he assault. To jail for assault. Hold on while I look up the assault. The look up assault charges in St. Louis. It's probably assault too. Like I mean, what's like what's the sentence you can get? Assault in the first or second degree. It has to depend on how severe the injury is. I went to court. 
<laughs> he's been he's been doing jury duty. I've been doing jury duty this whole time, and it sucked. Yeah. I won't get too much into detail, but pretty much every crime that happened in my county, I had to hear about. And there's a lot of people using meth in my part of town. I mean, you knew that. Yeah. And the kid. Okay, assault charges attorney in St. Louis. Oh, let's see. Uh, the up punishment up to 30 years in the Department of Corrections. And a misdemeanor is punishment up to one year in the county jail. So you heard that, Triple H? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you on the rap sheet. Yeah, and also stop it. That Mega wasn't Fighter. Wrong. Mega Fighter went to the wrong chat. <laughs> uh. You on the rap sheet. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Uh, we're, enough we're, we're, we're great. Enough <laughs> about that shit. The Scorpion King's out. With rave reviews, says Jerry Lawler. Well, let me check this out. There were four sequels to Scorpion King? What the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck do you even do How that? How the fuck? 41% approval rating. Rave reviews. Rave reviews. Who that? Four sequels. Where? Who's pumping out Scorpion King movies? Scorpion King 2, they didn't get the rock back, obviously. Oh, uh, no, of course not. <laughs> okay. Instead, they got Michael Capone, Capone, who doesn't even look like the rock. It doesn't. Oh, wait. Oh, it's Lucas from Time Force. It is. Wow. Man. Dude, I, I can't imagine anyone who I would less think of The Rock than Lucas from Time Force. Power Rangers then Time Victor Force. Webster, who was, time, oh time, my time god. For Power Rangers Time Force. So Victor Webster, the third person to play the Scorpion King, was also Coop on the TV show Charmed. Oh, fuck. And he stuck with it for the fourth movie. And for the fifth movie, they replaced him with Zach McGowan? Zach McGowan? Who's Zach McGowan? Who's Zach McGowan? Some guy? Oh, he's on he's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was I saw Zach and thought Zach Gowan, but I was incorrect. Uh, yeah, oh, I he got does reviews. Voice, he does voice it, work. It made money. William Regal's getting tea and just starts guilt-tripping Ric Flair, but also complimenting him at the same time. Ready to go on calling it down the middle. You did very mm, well. Yes, with I'm Stone British. Cold. I have uh, Watch bikini videos. God damn it. Yes. Sarah, Sarah's in that. Sarah Undertaker. Just... Known Sarah women's Undertaker. wrestler. Sarah Undertaker. Known, known attractive woman, Sarah Undertaker. Yeah, she's probably a very nice person. You're, you're getting knows, with the incel but... fans, I see. Okay. Look. Look, I'm with DDP on this in that why was his character stalking The Undertaker's wife while he's married to Kimberly? I don't know. Like, like, come on. Out comes anyway, Eddie Guerrero in plaid. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero in plaid. He's got, like, out to sit he's got like a beige plaid vest and no shirt. 
Big Splat Best, no shirt. Send down on commentary to join us where Jerry Lawler will never stop saying Latino he! Latino he! Uh, for Mr. Perfect versus Rob Van Dam. Which was a solid match. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It's a he, very basic moves. He countered the setup. he countered the handspring shoulder tackles into a sunset flip, and it was pretty neat. Yeah. Now, what we were expecting, because Eddie Guerrero's on commentary, was we were expecting him to attack during the match. No, he attacked after, which was very nice. Yeah, the I typical like Ed, the typical God. WWE finish would be like Eddie attacks before anyone can get a pin, and it's a DQ. But instead, he attacked after uh, RVD had already run one. I did like, um, I did like the commentary between Eddie and Lawler, just kind of being heels and being buddies, and just kind of cracking jokes together. It seemed like they were having a good time. Yes. So uh, Eddie runs in, attacks RVD. He kind of gets him supine, climbs up to the top rope, and they're just like, and and I think uh, King was just like, "Set your VCRs, folks." Ah, fuck. Hold on. I gotta go set my VCR. I'll be right back. Oh, he actually left. Dead air. Sometimes I think Megafight is an I, asshole. Oh, there he is. I don't have a VCR. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. All, All right, right, so... Dodges the frog splash. RVD chases him off. Then we get the weird segments that only show up once. WWF flashback. These are where they just keep showing like all of of Hulk Hogan's title wins over the years. And the first one happened in 1994. So this started a 1984, excuse me. And this started a trend for us of joking literally 1984. Hulk Hogan won the championship, literally 1984. <laughs> <laughs> this would just keep going every time they showed us an, another championship uh, win. Trish Stratus comes out. She is on Oxygen Magazine. Ooh. JR watches The View is what I took away from that. Yes. He, he enjoys the company of Whoopi Goldberg. Is Whoopi Goldberg on The View at this point? No. Only some other ladies. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Uh, Trish Stratus and Jacqueline versus Jazz and Molly Holly is the is the matchup. It is not... Trish Stratus and Jacqueline were not hosting The View. No. <laughs> that would be something. Uh, Yeah, it was kind of a basic match. I liked it. It was really short, though. Um, Jazz hits Jacqueline with a title and Molly Holly pins her. All right. So the hosts at this point were... Uh, Meredith Vieira, Star Jones, uh, Joy Behar, whose name I probably butchered, and Lisa Ling. Okay. And JR watches the, the View with his pants off, but regardless. Regardless. <laughs> I want to know match, how they this feel. Match was too this match is too short. Uh, there's a post-match beatdown. Arn Anderson talks to Ric Flair about how he's being treated by everybody. He's like, everyone just says I'm a jerk. Yeah. Everyone thinks Rick I'm a jerk. Ric Flair sucks to Arn Anderson. Yes. 
And he's like, I have it. I have an idea. Then we get a commercial for WWF shopzone.com. Does not redirect, by the way. I think we've already established that, but it went to kind of like a dodgy looking site for WWF shopzone.com. We got another flashback Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man. Was it Macho Man? I thought it was Ultimate Warrior. No, it was Macho Man. Oh, wait, Macho Man. I should know this. I fucking reviewed that that pay-per-view. The, the fucking the mega powers explode. Literally 1989. Literally 1989. Okay. I watched that. I watched that fucking pay-per-view and I hated this myself for it. This is oppression. Hulk Hogan beating Randy Savage. Literally 1989. Ric Flair comes Rick out. Ric Flair then also recast Backlash. Yes. He wants everyone to know that he saw we. He didn't see the leg on the rope, and he's yes. very sawy. And I just, I'm just remembering, like, oh my god, this is what I don't like coming back to is all these what chants. Stone Cold comes out, who is the Spank Lord, according to a sign. Yes, there's a Spank Lord. There's a sign that says Stone Cold is the Spank Lord. Stone Cold's like, I don't believe you. Look at me, you some bitch. We're in care. St. Louis, Missouri. You might. Yes, we're in St. Louis, Missouri. You, you can't Vince McMahon me because if I was dealing with Vince McMahon, at least he would tell me I'm a piece of shit. He'd say know. he screwed me to his face or to my face. I'm drunk. Hold on. I, I, I thought he climbed up to the turnbuckle and held out his hand and someone was going to give him a Steve Weiser, but no, it was a microphone. <laughs> someone threw a microphone. Imagine they threw him the Steve Weiser instead. Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? I wanted a microphone. I screw up, get a drink anyway. <laughs> Never drinks properly. Stone Cold might have rabies. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> well, because you were thinking of foam. <laughs> no, no. I was thinking of one of the signs of rabies is you can't drink water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was thinking of Stone Cold being unable to drink beer. <laughs> Stone Cold might have rabies. That's going in the description. I forget what the end result of this promo was. And we're in Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, the show me state, and you gotta show me that you're not trying to fuck me. And then Ric Flair's like, I'm gonna fix this by putting you and Bradshaw in a tag team match. With the NWO. That's it. (laughs) That's all you get. Spike and... And next up, we got Spike and Bubba Ray Dudley versus Booker T and Gold Dust. So we got ECW versus WCW. How nice. Why did I write, that's my dick? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you said you were going to forget that. <laughs> no. Booker uh. T gets letterboxing, which is great. Because he comes out during the Gold Dust entrance. He does. Spike gets thrown onto the two of them before the match starts. And we get a decent tag team match. Yeah, this is just, this gets some good time, too. And Bubba Ray Dudley is still in my favorite gimmick so far of dancing on him. Dancing on him. When he gets the advantage, he dances on him. He, he dances on him. They wrestle for a bit. We see a sign that says Xbox sucks. I'm glad Kane's here. Uh, glad Kane's here. He's in the crowd. Uh, 
they do a get the table spot, but it's Spike telling Bubba to get the tables. Yeah, it's crazy. And Spike, and Bubba's, uh, like, Bubba's like, wait, like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, hold on a second here. Then he goes and gets the tables, but He's Booker like, T yeah, gets a like a distraction scissors kick and pins him. And then out comes a strangely short-haired. Oh yeah, Stevie Richards comes Stevie out Richards. here. Sorry, I have indigestion. Um, yeah. Steve Richards comes out. He's weirdly short haired because I think he was still, he was just coming off of the uh, the right to censor. And he goes to beat up Bubba because he's got the hardcore title and, you know, 24-7 rules are still applying. But yeah, Bubba's see, just like, no, fuck that. He tries to set up that. a table. Bubba throws him through the table. And he's muttering, I'll show you, you'll see. I'll show you. And then he's like, he's staring out into the distance with his crazy eyes. With the, after he, after he hits a hubba bubba bubba bomb. Hubba bubba bubba bomb, yes. And then he, he dances on him. Dances on him again. Bubba Ray Dudley, the man. Remember when Hulk Hogan won a disappointing match against Sergeant Slaughter? Literally 1991. <laughs> Literally 1991. And then we have left Planet Jared Alley. Yes. But that means that we will return to Planet Stasiac. Planet Stasiac. <laughs> who's He's standing next to Tommy Dreamer, who's just kind of sipping on a big gulp. And just being like, like, Sean, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like rhyming. He's like half rhyming and ranting. And Tommy Dreamer's looking at him like, Yo, Sean, are you okay? <laughs> Sean, you, you cool? Sean, please stop. Are you are you then, saying I'm a maniac? That I'm on planet crazy That I'm a little crazy <laughs> I need to see a therapy act. I have unresolved issues yak. That doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> You're not please stop. <laughs> Sean, please stop. And, and then, then William, William Regal Yeah, William Regal comes out. And tells him to stop. Please go back on your meds. <laughs> please go back on your meds. And that leads into a match. William Regal versus Sean Stasiak. Versus the the believer of the ninth planet, Sean Stasiak. Believer of the ninth planet, Sean Stasiak. <clears throat> I made the joke that I will only support Elon Musk's plan to go to Mars if he renames it Planet Stasiak. And if you're wondering why I haven't said anything about the match yet, it's because here's will, the match. I will describe the match to you. Go ahead. William Regal comes out. William Regal gets into the middle of the ring. Sean Stasiak's music plays. Sean Stasiak amps himself up to get into the ring while everyone's talking about how he's got, like, a potential world champion on it around his waist. Because his dad was former WBAF champion Stan Stasiak. Yeah, master of the heart punch. Master of the heart punch. So there's this weird pink lighting that they gave him. But anyway, he runs to the ring. William Regal punches him in the face <laughs> with the brass knuckles and pins, him and pins him for the win. Blatantly in front of the ref, too. The ref didn't like, give a fuck. <laughs> ref didn't even DQ him. No. <laughs> I, do you think that the pink lighting is his old meat lighting? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, but that, that was the match. And that, I that's laughed it. so fucking hard. <laughs> you were just like, I went, ah! And you were just laughing. Big, I will stand by the fact that William Regal's a master of comedy. I, 
I loved his face when he knocked out Big Show that one time and he fell on him. Oh, yeah, where he's like, no, 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 no. Ah! <laughs> so, poor, poor Sean Stasiak. He's, he's better than that. I don't think he'd be world champion, but I'd give him the IC title for a couple weeks. Fuck it. Who cares? You don't got a mid card, whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah, you need to you need to keep your mid card strong. Otherwise, you won't have a mid card, and then things will be bad. So it'll be find, 1995 bad. They find Brad Shaw, and he's unconscious. Unconscious? Yes. Unconscious? Unconscious. Unconscious? Uh, it would have that would have been also funny if you'd remembered fire extinguisher. So, you know, they find Bradshaw and he's unresponsive, has to go to the hospital. And then the NWO are in the back, just chatting up like, the storm, just Flair, like Flair straight up knows they did it. Well, they literally are just like, <laughs> you know what's my favorite part about being here? I get to hurt people like Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> You know my favorite part of beating up Bradshaw is? Beating up Bradshaw. I like beating up Bradshaw. And then fucking uh, Ric Flair comes in, and he's just like, you two are a problem. Why did I draft the NWO? Why did you draft the NWO, Rick? <laughs> why? More and more. More and more. Every episode, I question why he drafted the NWO. Why couldn't he just beat up The Undertaker? I don't fucking know. Like, just... It's so bad. So then Kevin Nash, like, they leave. Uh, like, Ric Flair leaves after announcing that he's got a new partner for them to face, and it's the Big Show. So yes. it's going to be uh, Scott, Scott Hall and X-Pac versus Big Show and Austin. And, and then, then Kevin Nash comes out from the other side. After the toilet flushes. After the toilet flushes. Which implies that he drove all the way to St. Louis to take shit. <laughs> he wasn't booked. He was told by Ric Flair that he wasn't supposed to be here and that he wasn't supposed to be on the show because he got suspended. But he he drove to St. Louis, the show me state, according to Steve Austin, to take a shit. <laughs> take a shit. Well, he's there to hang out with his buddies, but I like the idea that he went, that he drove specifically to take a shit. Came all this way to take a shit. <laughs> But then Ric Flair yells at him, like, get out, get out, go! No, you're you're allowed. allowed back here! I'm the designated driver. <laughs> I'm the Uber. <laughs> I know it's not Uber even invented yet. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get another WF flash flashback. 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 <laughs> WF flashback to when he when Hulk Hogan beating The Undertaker for the title. Literally Tuesday in Texas. <laughs> Literally like this, this is... Tuesday in Texas. And then after that, we get the commercial break that's there. Yep. And then we get another one <laughs> and for the WF flashback of him beating Yokozuna once more for the title. The thing you said, <laughs> <laughs> the thing you were like, oh, what, are they going to show that next? They did. <laughs> they did immediately. Literally 1993. <laughs> so a uh, familiar guitar riff hits. And they don't want to pay the Hendrix estate. <laughs> oh, wait. I think it might have been 92. 93. No, no, 92. Because it was... Because um, 93 would have been WrestleMania 10. Wait. No, you're right. 93. It said I'm 93 stupid. on the video. Yeah, I'm stupid. Because 84 wasn't the first WrestleMania. My brain, my brain stopped mathing. 
Yeah, I anyway. think there was an event before WrestleMania, but... Yeah. We don't want to play Jimi Hendrix, but out comes yeah. Hogan and hurts my eyes. Like, my God. <laughs> why is Hogan... Why does Hogan have blinding-ass edge lighting? So, Hogan talks about how Hulkamania was born in 1984. And that he's Literally happy, 1984. Literally 1984. And that he's glad to have the title. Because he doesn't care how long the reign is. You know, he doesn't care, you know, if he loses it this week, further down the road, or God decides to murder him <laughs> before our very eyes. He says God, like, if God calls my number the next day. Like, did I just imply that God was going to take him? God's coming to kill me, brother. <laughs> I gotta hide. <laughs> but he's like, Hulkamania's it forever. And I forget what else was in there. No, all was, I remember it's just was Hulk him. Hogan shit. It's just all I remember is Hulkamania, brother. God's coming to kill me. <laughs> and like away. he struggled to take off his shirt or to rip off his shirt. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And Jerry Lawler questions what Hulkamania is. Yeah, he has to like soliloquy about Hulkamania being intangible. Uh, I, I think it was, yeah, Jerry Lawler asked, and JR was like, it's intangible. You can't touch it, King. You can't touch it, unlike those 50. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm not making that joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Someone else already God, did. We're, God, we're canceled. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, so what got accomplished there? Was that just for Hogan? It was just for Hogan to hot dog after he won the title. Did anyone else come out during this nope. segment or was it just, okay, it was just Hogan. These all start to blend together in my brain after a while. This is our first week back. <laughs> like, I mean all the segments that have oh. been across both shows. This one's a talkie, that's for sure. Uh. Oh, yeah. But uh, then we get our main event with uh, Steve Austin and the Big Show facing off against NWO members Scott Hall and Kane. Yep, it's Kane. But then Kane just kind of vanishes suddenly. Uh, did he get shorter? Because, like, when they cut, like, he was kind of short next to Scott Hall. Maybe Scott yeah, Hall's taller than I thought he was. I don't know. He didn't seem all that tall when he was in, when he was in, when we were he was watching taller TNA. taller than Jeff Jarrett, but I don't know if he was Kane tall. Yeah. But he was tall here. And then when the camera cuts, it's X-Pac, and I was confused. Like, yeah, where'd Kane go? And, like, they're talking about, like, how he stole a Kane mask or something, so it's like, wait, was that X-Pac in a Kane mask? No, that's ridiculous. That was Kane. That was Kane. Right? Yeah, that was Kane. Uh, Big Show comes out with a nipple poking out of his singlet. <laughs> yeah, so he's feeling that level of sexy. And then we just get a main event tag match. At some point, like... JR says something to the effect of, like, threw him down like a cheeseburger or yeah, something. Yeah, like, Big Show threw him down like a cheeseburger. <laughs> and we're what like, does... who, throws a, who throws a cheeseburger? What what experience did you have, Jim What Ross? are you talking about, JR? Uh, yeah, this so is this a lot okay. of rest holds and the Big Show gooch cam, which is a great camera. Ah, uh, just crazy. It, like just, it goes right legs, up there with... Between his legs and kind of pointing up at Austin, and it's like... Big Show's ass is framing the camera. <laughs> yeah, it's it just it goes right next to the uh to the fucking dinosaur the T Rex robot gooch we saw. Yeah, 
But uh, then Big Show pulls the strap down and he starts feeling real sexy for this heel turn. Yeah. I was pretty much just waiting for this to happen. That was all that I knew that was coming. All they so did like, yeah. is they had about 15 minutes left on the clock. They waited it out. And then Big Show pulled down his straps like a minute before the show's over so he could beat up Austin. <laughs> yep. Choke slam on Austin. Uh, Big Show joins the NWO. Yay. And Let's move uh, on to SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. We are now in Peoria, Illinois, in the Civic Center. We were in the Savas Center in St. Louis, Missouri last time. We were in St. Louis, Missouri for Raw. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. That's where we were. Show me state. Take a shit. But now, but now we're in Peoria, Illinois, in the Civic Center, where Michael Cole talks about the backlash from backlash. <laughs> the WrestleMania <Fuck>. backlash. <laughs> Fucking. And here comes Hulk Hogan. Here comes Hulk Hogan. And Taz had to do his Hulkamania soliloquy. <laughs> While we once again get blinded. Fucking Hogan. Like, my God. Why is everybody attacking our eyes? So Hulk Hogan grabs the microphone and talks about how Triple H is great. And then Triple H's theme plays. <laughs> and Triple H comes out and is like, I want a rematch. I want a rematch. My respect might be easily earned. But I live that title. I breathe that title. My religion is that title. I had sex with that belt. And then Hulk just throws it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's my religion, my law. I came on that belt. (laughs) So Hulk Hogan's about to give him that rematch. And then Vince comes out. And he's just like, now hold on a second. I, I own the company. So if you guys are going to have a match, it has to run by me. And I do what the crowd wants. And then it's like, do you guys want to see Hogan versus Triple H? And the crowd's no. like, yeah! And, and he's I'm just, just like, like no. the nose have it. <laughs> the nose have it. He literally does the nose have it after we joked about that. Because it was like, do you want to see Hogan versus Triple H? And I went, no. And Hallie went, oh, the nose have it. <laughs> but they do. And Triple H is going to jail again. <laughs> <laughs> well, he talks about how Jericho wasn't offered his rematch when he lost the Universal Championship. Or the Vince, Undisputed that's because Championship. you didn't do that. So the main event's going to be Triple H versus Jericho. Winner keeps the title shot against Hogan. Yep. Uh, then he goes, what you gonna do? <laughs> when McMahon does something to you, I don't know. When McMahon grooves you. Then he, then, he does with, a, then he does the Hulk Hogan flex. And then he's, he, he grabs like I, a, yeah, very, I, he grabs I a very tiny yeah. bottle of water and sips it. And then spits it out like Triple H. <laughs> and I'm, I'm over here complaining that's still not giving Jericho his rematch. No, don't you chicken dance at me, Vince. Chicken you explain dance. yourself. Chicken dance. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he was doing a chicken dance. Chicken to dance. So enough of that humor. So enough of that humor. Now into oops, all racism. <laughs> well, we start off with Rico just massaging like Billy's shoulders, and like you know, look at that. Look at good management work from Rico. Well, Rico Make tells your... Chuck that he's not massaging Billy's shoulders correctly, so he offers to do it himself. Yeah, you know, making sure that. Billy's muscles are warmed up. This is this is why these this guys is, are the tag champions. This is what you need a second for. This is his job. 
This is why you need this manager. He knows what he's doing. This is why you guys are the tag team champions, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Best team in the business right now. And then Tajiri comes out because they're setting up a six-man tag. And Tajiri comes out and fucking Billy, oh, my God, just immediately goes like, Ah, oh, congratulations, Tajiri-san. Congratulations, Tajiri-san. It's like, oh, my God. What champion did he have? The light it was the cruiserweight title, yeah. Oh, your cruiserweight title. He actually talked like that, by the way. It's he not actually talked like this. <laughs> I remember, because this is actually where Allie's, like, internet fucked up. So I knew that Allie wasn't watching this because he was not reacting at all to the sudden racism that just hit. It's so fucking racist. <laughs> it is so racist, and I was so shocked, but I was like, Ali wasn't reacting at all. It's because it's racist. It's just so extreme and sudden that I'm just befuddled. <laughs> it's. I think it's funny because you. It's like you're looking back at like how how much we got away with back in these I times. I cannot believe how homophobic the 2000s are. Homophobic, <laughs> racist, and misogynistic. It's all here. You know, you thought you kicked all that shit back in the '60s, but guess not. <laughs> no, you this uh, this step this kept going. Uh, Rico, after a bit of congratulations, they kind of like they shit talks. Uh, Tori, Tori's Rico starts. Tori throws the kimono and like Rico's like, ah, oh, it looks terrible on you, and like your forehead's and then all he fucked like, up, and then like your your skirt's too long, and then he like yeah. walks behind her and pulls it up, and then. The jury's like, Yamado! Yamado! <laughs> and it's like, it, it, it says or, on the fucking According thing, to Peacock, speaking foreign. <laughs> speaking in foreign. Great, great Peacock. Just <laughs> wonderful. I'm glad they took so long to get the SmackDown. <laughs> I'm glad they took so long to get this up. And also, I'm glad that you're paying, what, five bucks a month for this? Yes. Money well spent, really. Oh, uh, yeah. Alright. So, yeah, this is just a a triple threat package of wrong as we cut to as we go to uh al snow maven and billy kidman versus the jerry billy and chuck with rico and tori wilson so this team is screwed yeah i kind of didn't pay attention to this all that much it was a, it was basically a six-man tag match <laughs> up until up until they start doing spot maven was doing all right maven was solid but you then know, some Alan people Maven... shit on Maven. Dead, like I heard, I remember Deadlock shitting on Maven for like a 2003 episode we heard recently. But I will just say that like he might not have psychology, but he's got fundamentals. He's got fundamentals. I feel and like the psychology they comes later, in my opinion. If they had kept with him, he would have probably been a solid like U.S. champion. I would have just kept him in a tag team with Al Snow until he kind of figured out what he's what he's doing. Uh, everyone's pants get pulled off. <laughs> yeah, like, Alan Maven rip off, like, Billy and Chuck's, like, trunks. And then they kind of get they... chased up the ramp, and then Rico comes after them, and then his pants get pulled off, and he always oh, wearing a thong. Yeah, it's like, the joke is, oh, they're wearing thongs, haha, <laughs> naked man, but it's funny. <laughs> Butts, man, haha, <laughs> gay, haha. <laughs> and, uh, fucking Billy hits the shooting star press, pins to Jerry to get the win. And then Maven and Al start putting on the fucking stolen trunks, like the stolen tights. That's weird. <laughs> to wear, uh, I think it's trunks, yeah. Stolen trunks. 
from they're, Billy they're, and they're Chuck. Like and then they start they're like short. Yeah, they're like shorts. Yes, and then they start fucking doing like effeminate posing and stuff, and it's like ha 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 casual homophobia. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> gay <laughs> holy fuck and just to add on to the things that would not be cool now uh kurt angle fat shames a dude backstage well he says that this is a fat unhealthy man and that he's perfect for his kurt angle shirt because he has so many accomplishments you need to be a fat fuck to show them all you need like a double xl or triple a triple xl, XL. Him. I think he said it, it, it was in a double XL and the guy needed a triple XL. Yes. Now for a complete surprise. After Kurt Angle kind of talks the guy into wearing the shirt, kind of doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> we go back into Vince McMahon's office with baby Randy Orton. <laughs> baby Randy Orton. Oh my God. It he's is got, amazing. He's skinny. He's got weirdly big hands though, but he's skinny. He's got a fuckboy haircut. <laughs> got a fuckboy haircut. A 2002 fuckboy haircut. And, like, I think Vince is like, oh, I got a tryout match for you. I got a tryout match for you. You're the son of that guy with the cast. Yeah, he talks up Randy Orton, and then he goes to do something. Yeah, he just goes to check something. And then, like, St then Stacy Kabler comes on to him. And it's like, man, you got some big hands. And it's like, Stacy Kabler is going to cut off Randy's hands and date them. <laughs> Tells him to take his shirt off. And then as soon as Vince comes back, he she pretends that, like, oh, yeah. Well, because she, she takes, she, she she takes, takes his, his hand, hand and, puts and puts it on puts her it, butt. And puts it on her ass and is just, like, kind of give it a squeeze, like, Randy. And it's like, what, what? And then Vince comes back and is like, what's going on over here? Oh, he touched me, man. He's like, he started taking his shirt off and he's touching me. He grabbed my ass. And it's like, like, this is a crime, I assume, right? Yeah, that, that was weird. And then Vince is like, your tryout match against, is against Hardcore Holly. I thought but what was sounds... going to happen was he, his tryout match is canceled, and he goes back to OVW. <laughs> you would think, but no. Instead, he just gets Hardcore Holly, which sounds about right, really. <clears throat> time, for, time for Bob to haze a rookie. Yeah, but first, Mark Henry Strong. Mark Henry Strong, we have man versus pan. Man versus pan. And he's get, confused about why he has to bend a pan at first, because it's like, it's a perfectly good drying pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they, they're telling, like, they're bending, like, hey, I bet you can bend this stainless steel pan. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. Like, and then he did. trying to talk him out of it. He doesn't even put on the weight belt for it. He just bends that fucker. Yes. And, you know, they're, they're just like, oh, we got our money, but uh, can you bend this rebar? And they give him, yeah, like, a bar. I think, yeah, they give him, like, a steel bar, and he, he fucking, like, you know, double or nothing. I can do it. Mark he Henry is all late. And then he <laughs> bends that. <laughs> he bent he... that fucking steel rebar used to reinforce concrete. With just his thigh and his hands. And a towel. And, and a that's towel. about it. And I, think the towel, and I think the towel was just there to prevent bleeding. His towel, the towel is so he doesn't cut his hands open. Yeah. And he bent the fuck out of that bar. He bent the pan. Dude, Mark Henry is one of the few times where you see like those, strong, like those strength displays and you buy it. And you love it because it's like, he's so strong. Power team or whatever the fuck they're called. 
Power Team USA. Yeah. So it's yeah, Bob Holly versus Randy Orton. Actually, Christian, first of all. Uh, Christian, Christian hits him with the pan afterwards. Hits him in the butt with the pan. Because he's upset about losing the money. Yes. And now we get Bob Holly versus Randy Orton. Let's listen to a... let's listen to ten seconds of that blistering Randy Orton theme. That great Randy Orton debut theme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just that, and then like text of Randy Orton flashing. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it go hard though at the end? The solo at the end goes crazy. I don't know why they didn't start with that. It's it is absolutely impressive. I don't know what that guy that guy did not get paid enough for his solo. Uh but yeah, so this is a very basic match that ends in a thankfully no overdrive, even though that was what I was dreading the whole Orton time because baby. He wins with a roll up. He was like an Oklahoma roll, and I just went, God damn it, I didn't haze him hard enough. Quote Edge, from Bob Holly. Uh Kurt Angle talks to a security guard in the back about making sure that shirt is protected until he can debut it later. I know. I think he was talking to like a photography guy about about getting like good photographs of the shirt when it's unveiled. Oh, and then he told him to watch over it. Now I remember. And he told him to watch over it. But while he's doing this, Edge is just skating by in the back. He's just sneaking by in the background. He's sneaking like, like he's in like a Acme cartoon. <laughs> and he's got like a thing in his hand. I'm like, ah, I stole the shirt. Yes, he stole it. He stole the shirt. He stole Kurt's shirt. The, the Kurt shirt. Heist of the and century. Heist of the century. Fuck you, Seth. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, baby Colby Lopez. Yeah. You fucking little 10-year-old fuck. <laughs> or however old you were at the time. Probably not 10. Probably a little older than that. I'll look it up. But yeah, we get a... I think he's like 35 now. I don't know. Well, he was born in 1986, so he would have been 18. Fucking teenage fuck. <laughs> going teenage to, fuck. Going to ROH, you fuck. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. 2002. I'm, I, I, my mistake. Uh, he'd be 16. You 16-year-old trying to get your driver's 15 because license, he was, fuck. 15 because he was born on the 28th, so. 15-year-old trying to get a date for the fucking school dance, fuck. <laughs> for, the, for, for fucking homecoming. Listening to the first My Chemical Romance album, because that probably just came out. Probably. And you don't know do. about, like, hardcore music yet, so that's as close as you can get. I don't know you're where I'm going to, You're this. listening to the Union Underground. Oh, my God, you were right. Uh, it wasn't out until July, but, yeah, the first My Chemical Romance album was 2002. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle muses about the town Peoria. It reminds me of pee. Well, he says it sounds like a urinary infection. Yes. So this is a big old display of like, it's like he's doing a big special presentation for his new shirt, which this is so classical wrestling and I kind of love it. It took a really long, it, it, it had such a long buildup that the punchline had to be fucking worth it. And then Edge destroyed my eyes. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not you're not having a match yet. Why do you good need this? Good job beating me at good job beating me at Backlash, Kurt Angle. Everyone should buy the pay per view. And also buy your shirt. I want to see your new shirt. Kurt. I want to look at your shirt. Can I have your shirt? I just want your he shirt. just starts. He's just trying to grab the shirt off of Kurt Angle's body. 
So the, he reveals the shirt, and the shirt says, "You suck." <laughs> it's a you suck. You, it's a you suck shirt, which I kind of want. And Kurt Angle's like, "I'm bamboozled. You you switched the shirts, Edge. You switched the fucking shirts, Edge." And then Edge is like, "Hey, hey, hey." <laughs> and we were That's like, funny. "Did shirt? Did did Edge have this?" Printed out in advance for this joke. We were trying to figure out how fast he got that shirt made. Yeah. Because it's like, he, only he had found, it ready. He to only steal found out quick. about the Kurt Angle shirt that day. Because Kurt that Angle day. announced that he had a new shirt to that chubby guy, right? Yeah. It would have to have been the day of, or he was told in advance in the WWE offices, but, you yeah, know, but that like, doesn't happen he in just got the, He had that shirt ready, like he had a screen printer or something. Was he was he setting it up out while while he was printing out all those pictures of Kurt Angle? <laughs> and you suck. <laughs> and you suck. There you go. All right, now save this for when he gets a new shirt. Uh, there's so a yeah. recap of something. I we I think we got up and yeah. did stuff while this was. Oh, it was a recap of fucking last week. Um, of last week, yeah. I, I remember I went Undertaker to go make some food. Uh, you went to make food. I went to put away some dishes. We're super professional here. Now it's my boy God. Mark Henry versus Christian because he decided that, you know that guy who like bent a frying pan with his bare hands and then and bent, bent a rebar a, with his bare yeah. hands? I want to I wrestle him because I'm mad because I lost money. <laughs> and like, yeah. Still, we can see even in this time, Tron, that they do show the lyrics to Christian's theme song when they're sung in Italian. I really wish I knew the full lyrics. But this match is refereed by Teddy Long. Teddy Long player making early moves. <laughs> making moves. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a steel cage door to watch over. So I, I don't have any I don't have any cage doors to open this week, player. <laughs> I just got a counter pin. Mark Henry uh, wins with is... a hug. Mark Henry went to the big old bear hug. I like the transition he did. Because I thought he was going for like a suplex or something, but he instead just like flipped him around and bear hugged him. Well, he he countered an unprettier into a bear hug. Yeah. And it was a really cool transition. And then he's just like, he's fucking, he's bear hugging him. He's slamming him in the turnbuckle. He's just got him all sorts of trapped. Christian taps. Mark Henry win because he's strong. He he's strong. Why did why did Christian bother? <laughs> why did Christian bother? Then we get to a uh, an interview with Chris Jericho and what looks like a slightly paler Jeremy Borash. Yeah, and Jericho is trying to get all the flavor out of that fruit stripe gum. <laughs> he's actually chewing on this gum because he's like, "There's gotta be some flavor left." It's only been ten minutes. What the fuck? I'm <laughs> flavor now. Chris, fruit tribe. I'll find the flavor. I forget what he was talking about. How Triple just, H. <laughs> Triple H and, and how he's going to beat Triple H and get his title. Yeah, and The Rock's but, talking to David Letterman. Oh, yeah. The Rock's going to talk to David Letterman because the Scorpion King. Yes. Now we got Edge and Rikishi versus Albert and Kurt Angle in the kind of confusing tag team match. Throw together two feuds match. Yes. Because the feuds make sense on their own, but they why are they partnered together? They didn't even talk before this, is my problem. Yeah, there wasn't a moment where Rikishi's like, hey, I'll help you, brother. Yeah, I got your back, brother. Or Albert just being like, hey, Kurt, 
fuck Edge. Fuck Edge. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> like, hey, fuck Edge. He fuck sucks. Edge. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put him in but, a uh, Baldo bomb. It's a good solid tag team match. There's a sign yeah, that we says do I had... should be playing Counter Strike. I I I'd rather yeah I should be playing Counter Strike. Uh, <clears throat> during angle, uh, angle slams Rikishi. <laughs> Rikishi's heading up for like a stink face, and Angle comes in and angle slams him instead. Holy shit! <laughs> Amazing. And then Edge just comes in with a quick spear. Edge has really good spears in this match. Yeah, better than his later spears. Those later spears, they're less hug of doom as they as they would become. Albert wins with the Baldo bomb. Angle grabs a chair. Edge kind of chases him off. Then we get yeah, Devon in the bathroom. <laughs> Preparing for collections. Why is he in the bathroom? I don't know. Why is the cameraman in the bathroom with Devon? Please watch Good me question. pee. Please watch me pee. He didn't get Please wipe my ass. <laughs> But yeah, so he comes out and he does collections and everyone's handing things out. We don't think he's a heel yet because somebody runs out and fucking grabs the plate and starts fucking bolting with it. And eventually we slowly realize that it's Kevin Fertig. Kevin Fertig, yeah, a.k.a. Yeah, well, he started, Devon started beating him up and then I started doing kind of like shit talking. Yeah, you fuck up, you little fucking thief, you kevin thorne looking ass and then i looked at him and was like oh my god that is kevin thorne <laughs> it is kevin thorne and we looked it up he he had signed an ovw that month yeah he's he's literally a trainee so so they grabbed him and fucking had him try to steal money from devon so we're assuming he might actually be a face right now because he's just people are giving him money the guy tried to steal and he, that's he mean. put his own money in the donation bucket yeah, and Before. people booed when the money got stolen, so... Yeah, he might not yet be an obnoxious heel. I feel like... I feel like this isn't a bad gimmick, then, if, if people are getting behind it. It's confusing. It happened immediately, but... You know, people are fine with giving their money for it. Uh, Kurt Angle's in the back, and he's angry. The chubby guy that he was ranting to has a You Suck shirt on. <laughs> Wonderful. Kurt Angle just storms off, shouting into the distance. Then we got Jericho versus Triple H. And this goes 20 minutes. Triple H whale confirmed. <laughs> Triple H whale confirmed. Oh, yeah, because you said that Triple H just really looked really wet. Oh, yeah, he was super wet. And you were talking and about, just... you, and you said he was thirsty. And I'm like, water doesn't come out of your hair when you're well, drinking Well, because he it. was drinking the water. And you were like, is Triple H an orca? And I waited until he fucking spit out the water. And he's like, there's your proof. Orca confirmed. <laughs> he is a Triple H. He's an orca, yes. <laughs> Time to play the game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these guys have a good match. Triple H is veiny, according to... Uh, he brings up. He says something about his about Triple H's veins, and I put down the fake quote. Cold don't fucking bring up veins again. Triple H after this match. This match actually was pretty good, even though yeah. it was full of Triple H punch sounds. <laughs> we have talked at length about Triple H punch sounds. Triple H. Uh, Taker's in the audience, and Triple H just gets busted open at some point. 
They cut to Vince and Stacy Keebler watching a lot. And yeah. Jericho gets the advantage. He stands up proudly and goes, Come on, Triple H. <laughs> Come on, Triple H. And it's like, you could have just called him Hunter, you know? No, no. It just, he, so he had awkward. to over enunciated Triple H. Triple H. <laughs> like, if he just said Hunter, it wouldn't have sounded as forced. There's a guy in the crowd holding a juggalo sign. We see you. Boop, boop. Uh, we're not juggalos, but we're we're adjacent. <laughs> we 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 appreciate juggalos. And then I fucked up and said down with the clown instead of down to clown. Down with the clown. And so my brain just immediately started thinking of Juggalo Teddy Long. <laughs> Are you down with the clown? Are you down with the clown player? Whoop, you, better whoop, holla, be, holla. you better be down with the clown player, holla holla, or my my boy will beat your ass. Yeah, whoop whoop juggalos. There, there was juggalo signs all around. Didn't know there were juggalos in Illinois, but hey, they're juggalos Jericho everywhere. Jericho pulls a actually really clever spot, and I don't know if he thought of it on the fly or they like rehearsed it, but he grabs two chairs. He slides one in right in front of the ref, and as the ref grabs to pick up the chair and carry it out, he slid the other chair in. <laughs> Ah, I fooled you, Tim White. Aha, uh -huh, take that, Tim White. Man, that was really clever. That uh, was really clever. That feels like an Eddie Guerrero move. Yeah. But that was brilliant. Uh, Taker interferes. Yeah. Wait, he actually, he, he, he distracts. He distracts. He does not run in like you thought was going to happen. He distracts Triple H and Jericho gets a roll-up pin. And he's the yeah. contender. So, that's, so that wasn't too bad. But he from Raw... <laughs> But he from Raw. He from Raw. Why he here? He from Raw. Because Triple H attacked him on SmackDown or on Raw, even though he from SmackDown. Admittedly, I feel like that shouldn't be an obligation so he has to take, hold until Taker he. Taker and Jericho start beating down Triple H pretty hard. And out comes Hulk Hogan with the haste. The speed of a gazelle. That had its leg torn off by a lion. All four legs torn off by a lion. Hulk Hogan is like, oh, I've got to shuffle over, brother. Dude, I'm not in good shape, but I could have outrun Hogan in that moment. <laughs> and Hogan's approaching. And he's still approaching. <laughs> so, SmackDown was better than Raw, in my opinion. Sorry, I was doing the uh, I was doing the Monty Python, <laughs> the Sir Lancelot slowly yes. approaching. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Michael Cole called Undertaker the Red Devil. The Red Devil, which is not a phrase that ever got over. But yeah, SmackDown was better than Raw. I feel like there were more matches overall. Maybe there was even, or just the matches were better. Yeah. You know, just. It was a solid show. I feel like there was a lot of fun stuff in between, like all the... It didn't get as weighed down in recaps and promos, even though there was a lot of that. Do we have a sign of the night? Uh, sign of the night. I'm going to have to say uh, something about Brock Lesnar whooping ass. Something about ass. Brock Lesnar whooping ass. <laughs> that is literally what it said. <laughs> yeah. That guy couldn't think of anything, but we went with that. <laughs> Uh, for our MVP, we went with Chris Jericho. I Jericho feel like I feel did, like that that 
Jericho did Go very ahead. good. Kurt Angle was also pretty good, but he was in a comedy skit and a match and a tag team match where he didn't do that much. Yeah, and I feel like Chris Jericho wanted out with just well. First off, he had a longer match, and two, that fucking chair, that fucking chair trick was so yeah, that slick. Was, that was slick. I love that. <laughs> Why does nobody do Our, that? I, right, that is that's really cool. That should be more commonplace. Uh, underrated, we went with Bubba Ray Dudley. Dance on him. We love that man. Dance on him. He danced on him twice, so we got to give him that. For the Y segment, we opted for... The racism. The <laughs> Billy and Chuck racism. Because, honestly, there wasn't oh, anything, Chucky. like... There wasn't anything super, like... Why, as why in, like, why... Exist? Yeah. But the racism was just like, oh, man, this is terrible. We could do without the racism. We do without the racism. Uh, in Puppies versus Pigeons, did we have any pigeons? Zero pigeons, two puppies. So, Jerry Lawler wins again. Jerry Lawler wins. Not he, much he was very two... reserved this week, I'll admit. Very reserved. Uh, but fucking Taz had nothing to go with. Uh, oh, God. I think that about does it. We're wrapping up. We gotta we, wrap we, up. We didn't, we didn't have a 2000s alert. Anything no. that was new, so... Yeah, let's just roll with it. Uh, so, we have got a name change, and we'll establish this for the next couple of weeks. We are now Rassle Boys instead of Rassle Boys. R-A-S-S-L-E. We got the dub out. We got the dub out. And the and we added a space. Mostly just because it's easier to Google that. Yeah. So, you can find us on Twitters. On Twitters. On Twitters. At Rassle Boys. How I spelled it. At We're on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. We Anchor. got a website, which we're probably going to need to update at some well, point. We'll, we'll change the we'll change the spelling of the website very soon. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, there you can find all of our previous episodes, and you can find articles that I occasionally write. If not, I need to get back on that fucking. Uh, if NXT you want to talk shit, we're on. You can just talk shit to us on Twitter. We're fine with that. Talk shit of us on Twitter or on our comments. We're both good at talking shit. <laughs> yeah. In a good way. In a good way. How the fuck do we end this? Uh, we end it like we always end it. 